because the prison population is so large, in the male prisons, they make their boxes. In the female prisons, I reckon that they go out to Primark. My goal is to make, to, to get some women to make those lingerie so that it's made within by women that I've trained. You're listening to the Make It British podcast. I'm Kate Hills and I'm on a one-woman mission to save UK manufacturing. I invite you to join me every Tuesday and Friday when I'll be sharing the stories behind some of the best British-made brands and UK manufacturers and offering you advice on making in the UK. Let's crack on with the show. Hello and welcome to episode 70 of the Make It British podcast. There's a lot of talk at the moment about the lack of skilled workers coming into manufacturing and what the possible solutions might be to that problem. It's something I've touched on on this podcast in the past and it's something I'm going to be going into more detail on Friday's episode. But one of the possible solutions to the challenge of finding skilled people to work in manufacturing, particularly within fashion and textiles, is to train up people that are currently in prison so that when they leave prison, they have the skills needed to go and work in places such as garment manufacturing factories. No one knows this more than Barbara Burton from Behind Bras, who is the person who is talking on today's episode. This is a recording of a talk that Barbara did at Make It British Live at the end of May. And it's a very personal story about Barbara's journey because she actually went to prison herself. And through doing that, she saw that she could really make a difference when she came out. So now over to Barbara to tell her story. Good morning, everyone. Um, Thank you for coming to listen to me. Um, Where do I start? Where do I start? My name is Barbara. Um, I am here today to really to tell you about my journey um, that started about six, seven years ago when I was arrested and taken to prison for money laundering. Um, And that's it. That's my story. And today's strapline is about um, inspiring women inside and out. Sorry, today's strapline, today's title is about inspiring women inside and out. I have created a social enterprise that helps women um, in the fashion creative industry. I know that's a really long title, but I don't know if we all understand what a social enterprise is, but I've set up a company to provide um, training skills and um, employment opportunities to serving and former women prisoners in the fashion, retail and creative industry. That's, that's, a, long, that's a long strap line, sorry. Okay. So a little bit about me. I hope I didn't shock you, but I was meant to shock shock you. So my past. Um, I've only really had four jobs before what happened to me happened to me. I worked for really large corporate companies, British Gas, Cable and Wireless, um, um, and, and two other property companies. 
And my past is that I've been a PA, I was self-employed, and there have been jobs that I've worked before I became self-employed. I've worked at, at a very senior level as a personal assistant. Um, um, one of my claim to fames is that I, it was my voice. Does everybody remember T-Mobile or, or Mercury one-to-one? It was my voice that they used that was on a reel that said, please hold, your call is important to us. And that went on and on and on. So my past has really been working for corporate organizations. I am a grandmother um, with three grown-up children. My eldest is 45 in a couple of months' time. And I have three grandchildren. That's a little bit about my past. The present. The present really starts um, with me trying to do something because I had been sent to prison. Um, and the, 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 that journey really is uh, policemen, police people walking, knocking at my, uh, my door about seven o'clock in the morning telling me that they're going to arrest me. Didn't even know what for. Um, I live in Hertfordshire, so they locked me up in a prison cell at the age of 55 and put me in a room, um, a prison cell, and locked me up for 24 hours in this prison cell. Um, I had nothing to eat. I didn't want to eat it. I didn't go to the toilet, etc. And that happened in 2008. So in 2008... I was arrested, and four years later, I stand before a judge. In those four years, I thought to myself, they're never going to send me to prison. My God, first-time offence, um, wasn't my fault, we all say that, wasn't my fault, and I had age on my side, I was a grandmother, why would they send me to prison? What, was the, what would be the point of sending me to prison? But they did. So, in those... In that gap, in that four-year gap, I said to myself, well, they're not, nobody's going to employ me. What am I going to do? So what I did, I wrote a business plan. I thought, if, that was my plan B, if they send me to prison, what am I going to do? Now, um, I love fashion, but I really, 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 really like um, lingerie. Um, I like beautiful lingerie. So um, I decided I was going to launch a company. We were going to make beautiful lingerie. And then um, I was going to train ladies up to make the lingerie and give them a territory, et cetera, et cetera, and they would sell it. That was the business plan. I was in prison in four prisons for 12 months. I was given a 30-month sentence, and I can remember just holding on to the, like, I don't know what you call it, the, the, the lecturing and saying to myself, 30 months in prison, what am I going to do with myself? And anyway, he said 30 months, but what that really means on good behaviour, you serve 15 months. So um, I, am, I heard the judge say this, I was nervous, I didn't know what to do, and I decided with my business plan, I'm going to concentrate on it. So in those... Uh, 12 months I spent in four different prisons they arrested me and tried me in Durham and I live in Hertfordshire and I don't know if you know but Durham is about 200 miles away 
And what happened to me was that I was so ashamed of the fact that um, I was going through this journey that I didn't even tell my grown-up children that I was going to court. I went to court on Friday the 13th, 2012, and that's where I was given my sentence. But I didn't tell my family until the 12th. So the Thursday before I went to prison, I had this burden of not knowing whether I was going to go to prison or not. And it was just an awful, awful time keeping such a big secret. Um, my, my family knew that there was something wrong, but they couldn't put their finger on it. So that brings me really to what I've been doing since 2012 and um, in the last sort of couple of years. So I wrote this business plan and I don't know if you know, but a business plan is usually about 16 pages long. Mine was 112 pages. <laughs> um, the reason why it was 112 pages is because I didn't understand what a business plan was. Um, and I ended up writing a thesis on women in prison. I learnt about what happens to women. I learnt that we send women to prison for stealing a handbag. I learnt that there is an, an unbelievable waste of money sending a woman to prison um, for stealing that handbag when we could actually help her to serve her sentence and understand why she's reoffending, etc. So the future is. Barbara understanding, being released from prison, and Barbara understanding that what I'd written in this business plan was actually the beginnings of what they're now, what they call a social entrepreneur. I didn't even know what that meant. So, um, I decided, with all the problems that I um, came across, that this is what I'm going to do. So, these are just some of the problems that you come across that we generally come across, problems about women in prison. There is currently about 82,000 people in prison and only 5% of that is women. That's under 3,800 women are actually in prison at any one time. Um, most of these women go in and out of the system and they don't actually end up in prison, they're on remand. These are quite old figures. And 40% of those women that go in and out of the system serve short sentences. When I talk about short sentences, I'm saying three weeks, three months, six months. What a waste of money. And a terrible figure, but 50% of those women um, reconvict within 12 months. So in other words, we're wasting more money and not finding the truth. What sort of pains are they going through? It costs, on average, 46,000. Sorry if I'm throwing figures at you, but we need to understand where this money goes. It costs, on average, 46,000 pounds to actually put a person in prison. 83% of those women entering the prison have committed a non-violent offence and only one in 10 women leave prison with a job. I was lucky because I understood, I've been self-employed, I've never really set up a business, but 99% of those women don't know what to do when they leave prison. No idea whatsoever. The stigma is always there. And only 12% said that they, only 12% of companies that, that, that 
would employ a person said that they would not employ them um, within the next three years with a criminal record in the past three years. Okay, so I saw an opportunity. Um, I don't know if you, anybody knows here, anybody that's been to prison, but there's not really a lot of opportunities out there. The opportunities are, you have jobs when you're in prison. You, you clean the prison, you work in the kitchen. Um, there may be the odd bit of sewing, um, but nothing really creative. And I'm from a background where my mother, was, my mother, my father was a carpenter, so I love building things. My mother was a, a seamstress, and my mum used to make my uniform by just putting a piece of material on the floor and cutting it out. That's how you made uniform. So I said to myself, what can I do? And this is how I created the business plan. This figure comes from the Alliance report that says by the year 2020, um, we need 20,000 people in the fashion and textile industry. Predominantly, these are women, um, women and men um, in the textile industry. So I thought to myself, there's a market out there. There is a market to actually employ these 3,800 women that are currently um, in prison. If they like fashion, why don't we get them some new jobs? Why don't we get them into new jobs? And because of Brexit and everything else, um, there's, there's a potential market there for me. Okay, so um, there is a solution. And when I use the word meaningful and aspirational, um, I've come up with a plan that I hope will help women that may not have the vision, but would like to come on the path with me. So um, the manufacturing industry still need to make it in, in here. Um, sales and marketing and social media. I'm just really pulling up the gaps that I want to fill within the fashion and creative industry through my brand. So, believe it or not, if a woman comes out of prison and she's got a job, it reduces the reoffending rates dramatically. So, what am I going to do and how am I going to do that? Um, I want to help to reduce the reoffending rates because of the high cost of crime. I want to reduce the number of recalls, recalls meaning that somebody's been to prison, they've stepped out of mark and they've put them, send them back into prison. And I want to reduce via my brand um, the high cost of unemployment. What this literally means is that um, women that, are, that come out um, on license will be able to, to work and then go back to prison and, and gain a skill. Um, social mobility, empowering women, and the mental health of these women, including myself, to reduce the isolation. Considerable, considerable savings to the taxpayer. Do you remember I talked about the fact that it's about 46,000 pounds to actually, um, that it costs, um, that it cost. If I, if I can take on 10 women, I'm going to actually reduce that by 4.6 uh, million. Because working with behind bras, this figure could be about 500,000 and working with 20 women. 
and costing 250,000. A lot of money there, but I think the most important figure there is that um, it costs the economy nearly 15 billion pounds because of sending people to prison. So, my programme, or the programme, is about apprenticeships and intern opportunities. It's about an employment, uh, an approximate earning potential of 25k of each woman. It's about helping a woman to maybe set up her own business in the fashion and creative industry. It's a big, about coming a franchise stroke associate by giving back. But more importantly than anything else here, it's about supporting her family and contributing to the economy and saving to the taxpayer by going through my plan. Okay. I'm just going to show you a little video now, which is a synopsis of the path that the woman takes when she works with Behind Bras. Thank you. Here at Behind Bras, we know that getting a job after prison is often difficult. But we also believe that your past does not define your future. Behind Bras provide assistance to former female prisoners to break free from inequality through financial independence. Behind Bras allows women to build the skills they need to enter meaningful employment through our program. This is Emma. Emma is three months away from release and is taking part in one of our self-development workshop sessions. These sessions aim to raise the participants' self-esteem through promoting personal growth, recognizing achievements, and encouraging realistic aspiration for a better future. Now that Emma has been released, Behind Bras will offer her through-the-gate support in the form of mentoring. Mentoring will allow Emma to establish and maintain her place within society and make positive choices to prevent reoffending. Behind Bras will continue to support Emma by offering her the training she needs to enter a meaningful career. From learning new skills at a stitching academy, acquiring an undergraduate degree in lingerie design, to fashion or digital marketing and retail merchandising, our courses are designed to help women find a career they love. Once Emma has completed her course, Behind Bras will help her find an internship, work experience or an apprenticeship in the fashion and associated industries. We will also assist Emma to either find employment or help to introduce her to the world of self-employment in this field so that she can start her journey to become a self-sufficient and self-respecting member of society. Thank you. So that's... That's the programme, that's what I'm aiming to do. Um, when I started off behind bras, sorry, when I started off behind bras, um, I, the name of the company was actually um, Attributes. Nothing to do with bras, just it was literally to recognise one's attributes. And it wasn't until I attended a presentation at the MOJ where I was the only female no, there was, an, there was another lady there, but there was a room full of about 12 um, men. And I have what they call barbarisms. And a barbarism is, um, sometimes I say things inside out and back to front. So um, I was at this very, you know, um, very, very, very formal meeting, giving a presentation. And I found myself saying, 
and the women behind bras instead of saying the women behind bars. That's where the name of the company came from. So as soon as I said that, I was tapped on the shoulder by um, Lance Harris of the MOJ and he said to me, that's the name of your company. So that's why it's actually called Behind Bras, if, if anybody wanted to ask. We are working with women um, in the local community, regardless of their background. Um, we are working with women released on day release. It's actually called Rottle. Um, but on day release, I don't know if you know this, but when you go to prison, towards the end of your sentence, if it's a long sentence, similar to mine, um, well... 12 months is not a long sentence, but I was able to go um, into an open prison. There's a big difference. A closed prison means that you are, you are in that prison all day long. An open prison means that I can go out and actually um, learn a trade, go to college, go to university and, and start, a, start a job, get myself ready for a job. And in my case, um, I did my rottle at a company called Changing Paths. It was a construction company and they employed me because they wanted me to be their PA. Unbeknown to myself, the director said to me after he'd employed me on rottle, he said to me, you don't really want to work here, do you, Barbara? I said, no, not really. He said to me, what is it that you want to do? I said, I want to go to London College of Fashion and I want to learn how to make lingerie. And that charity forked out £4,000 whilst I was rottle and I attended London College of Fashion to understand how to make lingerie and set up a lingerie business. So without Rottle, I wouldn't actually be here. Um, and without the support of Changing Paths, who, by the way, was a charity, and now they've gone bust, um, without that support of attending London College of Fashion, I wouldn't have the knowledge I have now about making lingerie. Um, so that's, that's what happens um, in a closed prison, as I said before. And in, and, uh, in 2019, um, I am launching what I'm calling um, 100 Women Behind Bras. That's my hashtag, because on the 18th of April this year, I've set up Behind Bras Fashion Foundation. And that's really now to help women um, to get them into employment in the fashion creative industry and I'm calling on help to get me help me to, to get there so um, it's all right that women want to learn to be fashion photographers they want to learn textiles they want to learn social media all these things come come under this title of fashion creative industry but before you go on a course I believe that you should feel much better about yourself because the next stage is a training course. So um, in my past life, I did life coaching um, and also when I was released. So what I've done is I've put together a personal development plan prior to anybody going on one of my training courses. So I deliver the courses. I will be delivering the courses. I'll be going into the London prisons uh, immediately. And then I will be going, doing this with all the other 10, 12 prisons. And the personal development program is more about the woman understanding who she is, why she's there. It's just literally to give her the confidence and empowerment to get her to the next stage. And we will be, we will be going through all these these. Um, uh, points here. 
So what's the programme about? Well, as, as I said, the first stage is about the woman feeling better about herself. That is the first stage, regardless of whether, what a course you want to go on. I will be delivering that both in the prisons and in the community. I then, um, if ladies want to um, learn how to sew, we will then take them level one, level two, um, diploma, apprenticeships in Stitching Academy. For those that want to make lingerie, we will be developing a lingerie academy. For those that want to go into retail, they will take the courses and we will take them down that route. Um, we have ladies that I know for this for a fact that maybe want to just um, be in social media. So we will be training them in social media, uh, fashion marketing, and distance learning. Um, I should have brought it with me, but for the first time ever, as of April of this year, we can now give women in prison or people in prison a little PDA. And I'm now working with companies like Pittman's to actually put training courses on that PDAs so they can learn while they're in prison. Um, business management. And we have an entrepreneurial program, which is run by Cardiff University. That sounds a lot, but it's not, not everybody will do everything there other than the personal development. But the program is about capturing as much as I can do in the fashion and creative industry and delivering that by training uh, women that have been to prison or women that are in the community. Um, I'm very, very proud of the fact that this PDA is now going to be launched, as I said, it's, it was launched in April, and it's in all the male prisons, and this company, Socrates, has um, chosen Behind Brass to actually work with and partner with so that we can put courses, online courses, on the PDA so that a lady can earn while, learn while she's in prison. Okay. This is... This is really highlighting the lady's journey. So I go into the prisons, either prior to release, um, I deliver the workshops. After release, the lady then takes out her training. She does internships, work experience or apprenticeships, and then we take her down the route of being employed, being employed with behind bras, or she goes on to self-employment. And I'm working with an organization called Enterprise and Exchange, which, which predominantly trains people that have been to prison into self-employment. My goal this year is to visit um, every female prison in the country starting off with the four prisons that serve London, which is HMP Downview, East Sutton Park, Peterborough, HMP Peterborough, and HMP Send. And then I will roll that out as a, as a national program. Okay, so I'm here to really ask if you know of companies that can help me um, to, to help me with this program, to roll this program out. Um, so I need help with uh, anybody that can help me to increase the number of meaningful activities that happen for women on release, um, to give women the care and confidence and hope, to promote behind bras, 
to help me to recruit and access their suitability and materials, tools and trainers. If you know of anybody that can actually help me with any of these things, I'd really welcome a business card and a chat later on. What I'm doing at the moment is putting together my operation inside, um, support material, finding workshop space. I don't know if you, anybody heard of the fashion village that's going to happen in East London. Um, so where the Olympics took place, it's now turned, it's going to be turned into the largest fashion village in Europe. I'd like to have a Behind Bras Academy foundation in that in that vicinity rubbing shoulders with the um, British Fashion Council, with London College of Fashion, etc, etc. But my um, rent to actually have space in there is £3,000 a month. So um, it's, a, it's an ambition of mine to be there. Um, okay. So my collaborative projects are working with textile manufacturing, um, tutors, distant learning courses. Um, I am one of the first social enterprises to be actually on the MOJ's, um, what they call uh, prison education dynamic purchasing scheme. And literally what that means is that a governor, governor is given X amount of money to spend on education in prisons, he can now put aside 10% of that and actually spend it with organisations like myself. So that's a, that's a first. Um, I'm working with the police and crime commissioners. I'm rubbing shoulders with them. Um, the MOJ, another fact, um, because the prison population is so large, in the male prisons, they make their boxes. In the female prisons, I reckon that they go out to Primark. My goal is to make, to, to get some women to make those lingerie so that it's made within by women that I've trained. Um, we have launched, or they have launched, what they call the New Futures Network. I don't know if you've heard of any of these companies, but they predominantly work with um, uh, serving prisoners and get them jobs on the outside. Right. That's my infographic. <laughs> um, and I can get, sort of give that to everybody else, but literally what that means is no matter where a lady is in her journey, there is a place for her if she wants to get involved in the fashion creative industry with, with behind bras. Bit busy, but that's, that's what it looks like. And that's my vision. And that's me. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you, Barbara. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Make It British podcast. I make an episode every Tuesday and Friday, plus there's also bonus episodes occasionally. So don't forget to subscribe in your favourite podcast app so that you get notified every time a new episode goes live. And if you enjoyed the show, I would really love it if you left me a, just a little review on iTunes. The more reviews this podcast receives, the more people will discover it and the more we can spread the word about making in the UK. Thanks once again for listening to the Make It British podcast. Bye bye.